We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE. Now I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have absolutely nobody this time. Yeah, Mike, uh, he ditched me on this one. I don't know what happened. I don't know how I scared him away. But no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Mike, actually, uh, he couldn't make it. He could not make it. So, Mike, if you're listening, uh, hopefully I do a pretty good job uh, without you here today, man. I am by myself flying solo. Uh, uh, got to land, got to take, fly the plane and land the plane all by myself, guys. So everybody out there, <laughs> wish your boy luck out here as I uh, continue to do Henrico CTE now without the homie Mike, man. It's going to be rough out here. All right, guys. But first, before we get into a guest, got another guest here uh, for you today. As always, as always on Henrico CTE Now, we bring you guests from the industry. We bring you students from inside our classrooms. And uh, today we have a guest from the industry. But before we get to them, I got to remind you, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Stay up to date on everything we have going on in the wonderful world of Henrico CTE. Doesn't that make it sound, sound great when I say the wonderful world of Henrico CTE? Because it is great. Also, check out HenricoCTE.com, as well as the platforms I mentioned to stay up to date on everything we have going on. You can catch the podcast on a variety of platforms. We post twice monthly, 1130 a.m. All those times are Eastern because I know we have some folks that are listening outside of our time zones. Mike usually has the numbers on that stuff. But I know we have a couple people who actually listen even outside of the country. So 1130 a.m. Eastern. We always have guests uh, ready to share their stories with you from the industry, students and parents even sometimes and sometimes both a combination of, of all three. We uh, post on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, just to name a few platforms and a, and a few more. We got a few more po- uh, podcast platforms that are act- that we actually post on as well. But those are the main three in particular. Spotify seems to be where we get the majority of our numbers from. All right. Now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, that was really, really short, right? Really, really short housekeeping. We want to keep it brief, right? We want to get you guys to the guest so you guys can get that information, maybe inspire you to do something, uh, pursue a career that you might be interested in, or maybe think, make you think a little bit differently than you did about certain careers uh, prior to listening to this show. All right, guys, again, I want to uh, send a huge thank you out to the transportation uh, folks over there at Henrico County Public Schools Transportation. We are actually borrowing the transportation room, which allows for better social distancing here than the conference room uh, in Henrico CTE in our little offices uh, downstairs. The conference room down there is is a little bit smaller than the one that we have, uh, than the one that the transportation folks have up here. So I want to send a huge shout out to Jim Ellis, the director of pupil transportation, for allowing us to borrow the room for an hour or so. All right, guys, now for real to the guest this time, for real, for real to the guest. We are speaking to owner of Person to Person Catering in Walter's Kitchen, Chef Jay Person. How are you doing today, man? Thank you so much for uh, coming out here today. And it's actually, I got to let you know, Chef, that this is like uh, the first time we've done like an in-person show, I want to say in a couple weeks. So it's nice to actually be able to say thank you for coming out instead of saying thank you for logging on. But hey, thank you for coming out. No problem. And thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. All right. So, Chef, take us down your career path, man. That's a, one of the things that we like to talk about here on Henrico CTE Now, uh, career paths, because we like to show the students and sometimes the parents listening that, uh, you know, nothing's set in stone. And maybe, you know, the path you go on is not always a 
straight path to, you know, you start here, you end up here. That's right. not always how it works. Right. Life's usually a series of trying different things out and then uh, ending up where you need to be ultimately if you keep on trying and keep on Correct. pursuing different things. So take us down your career path. How did you end up in this line of work? Well, I ended up in this line of work because um, watching my dad, he always cooked in the kitchen. And, you know, he's the man of the house. So he inspired me for one. But going backward, I had a car wash business um, before that. And um, I would cook after work. I would feed my employees, and they'll be like, man, man, you can cook. I'm like, man, boy, stop. Y'all guys cook, too. (laughs) And um, so one day, um, I decided to go on MassBase and post my food, and my phone started ringing. Hey, Mill, I want some of your food off that grill. I'm like, you ain't getting my food. Then I was like, hold on, ching, ching, ching. You know what? Repost. I'm selling food. So, you know, the, the phone started ringing. People wanted a place, and they'll call back with, like, Mill, this food is really the bomb, like, bomb, bomb. So I'm like, hold on. You know what? Maybe I am gifted in culinary. So eventually, I, just, I really got into cooking and started getting into the books and started to pursue culinary arts. And I've been going at it since. So it seems like you uh, you just fell into it. You mentioned you had a car wash business. So, yeah. so what's that car wash business uh, about? And you're an entrepreneur right now, yeah. right? Because person, yeah. like I said, you're the owner of Person to Person Catering and Walter's Kitchen. So, yeah. so the car wash business that was probably in 2008 when I got that going. Um, and that was called person to person car wash, <laughs> and I ended up having like three vans, a couple contracts, and ended up getting an actual location. Um, and you know, it just shut it down because that wasn't my, my my passion anymore. Right. I was cooking more than I was washing cars at that point. Um, but anyway, I mean, it, it did very well. Ended up you know washing cars for Dale Earnhardt when they come into town and race, and I mean it did good. Everything I touched, it just turns to go. I was surprised that I, I was behind the scenes doing that, but. I was consistent. Wow, you actually ended up watching like NASCAR cars, man. Yeah. Like, okay, so trailers. you know you gotta sell, you gotta <laughs> trailers. Great I day. watched the trailers, watched <laughs> the cars. I'm like, wow, how how did I get into this place? But personality and being consistent, you know, and people had to trust you with their possessions, and that's how I I've been able to get in where I've gotten into now. Okay, where so I'm cooking in people's houses that are bigger than the schools, and it's, it's crazy. All right, so uh, are, you, are you originally from here? Are you from Hermico County? Yeah, or? I'm, I'm bo- I was born in Richmond, Virginia, uh, in the county, whatever. Um, yeah, and I did like 10 years in Georgia for culinary school, but I dropped out because that's what, what I didn't find that fundamental at the time. It was very fast-paced. The teachers there, I felt like they didn't care about your growth. It's one to pass you and, yeah. you know, so yeah. I moved forward. Yeah, well, this is one of the things that, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we try not to do here in Rico CTE, man. Right. We want to we wanna make that connection with students, man. Right, so right. If, if that's an important thing we, we've talked about. And even on the last episode of Enrico CTE Now, we yeah. had uh, a teacher on, a, a mm. teacher on, and uh, Cesar Aldridge from HR, HR specialist here in Enrico County, and Brianna Smith, who was uh, the first year teacher of the year over there at Pocahontas Middle School. We had her on. Just talking about the importance of of teachers uh, uh, making connections. So, so mm-hmm. what what ultimately you dropped out of uh, of culinary school? What ultimately you know you had the car wash business? Yeah. What ultimately made you want to come back into this line of work after saying you know what I'm calling it quits? Yes. So I was at a at a lounge one evening and this guy had on um, the chef coat and he made some really good wings. It was just this little lounge, whatever. And um, I made some really good wings. And I, I said, Yo, chef, this some, hold on. What's on your, what, is that, what are you wearing? So he had on this culinary badge from the Cordon Bleu. So I said, you want to culinary school to ride wings? Like, come on, man, either you got it or you don't. 
anyway, end up calling the school, and of course, once you call them, they're going to call you back 10,000 more times. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'm going to come to Atlanta and check your school out. And I went there. It was amazing. It's like, you know, all kinds of equipment and people. I'm like, I could do this. I could do this. But then when I got in, I realized, I was like, all right, I'm learning some things, but I can't focus because the, the the school's full of, like, first of all, the high school kids. Y'all uh-huh. didn't have a good time. Right. Man, I didn't. Outside in the, in the parking lot cutting hair, it was like, what am I doing? I'm 30 years old, and these guys are 18, 19, partying and playing in class. And so I didn't find that. Just wasn't your atmosphere? Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't my atmosphere. That's pretty much what it was. And a couple of teachers were just there to make a check. Yeah. Yeah. So so ultimately, like, so what made you, after the business, after the okay. car business, what, what ended up making you want to pick up the spatula again or put it on the chef hat? Because, I mean, I know it's enough to put it down, you know? Oh, just, oh you I, never I, did, I just, okay. I started going, I, started, I went full force at it. I okay. said, I'm going to dive into it. And I got a job. Um, got got a job at a spot called Mosaic of Richmond, and I went there and kept my head down, and before you know it, I'm now I'm the sous chef and elevating, and now the chef quits, and now I'm the head chef. I'm like, whoa, this is <laughs> happening too fast. So, so I also wanted to have that crown. I want to be the head chef. I want to be the boss. Right. And, you know, I did it. And then I realized, like, well, maybe this is not for me. This role right now. And the GM said, Jamil, you're in over your head. I said, you know what, Randy? You're right. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, I thought I could do it. But being a head chef is just, it's more than just cooking. You okay. Gotta, you got to run that kitchen. Now I got to put my knife down. I got to do schedules. I got to do the ordering. And I was like, well, this is a lot. Because now I got a guy who are my boys kind of mad at me because now I'm their boss. But that's what happened. I got into it, and our boys excelled in it, and it still happens, you know. You mentioned a couple of titles there. You mentioned head chef. You were the head chef over there. Yeah. So for a brief moment, he told me, "Nah." I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so uh, the, you know, there's a couple of things that we hear, especially when talking to culinary students about yeah. maybe where they want to be or maybe where they want to aspire to be. So you have uh, some sous chef is is one of the things that yeah. you also mentioned too. Yeah. Mentioned too, head chef, sous chef, and executive chef. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of break down the differences for the listeners there as to? What the different responsibilities are, if there are any. Yeah. Well, I can break it down to, like, kind of like LeBron James and his right-hand man. He, he he runs that team, right? Right. And then you have his guy that's going to back him up. So in the kitchen, you have your executive chef who depends on you to make sure that you can run that kitchen when he's away or has to go do other things. And that's pretty much what I, I've done for a while. Um, and then, again, being head chef a couple of other spots in Richmond, Virginia. Um, but that's, that's really it. Head chef has to... Do all the work, the books, the old schedules, right? You know, and keep the order, and then also it comes down to the sous chef, you know, just less responsibilities than the head chef has, right? Um, and, you, and you mentioned that it was actually less cooking and more like yeah. delegating more it's, administrative work. That's really what it is. And I'm like, man, I can't even cook no more. It's like this is not what I, w- I want to cook, right? But at some point, once you get into you know um, that role. You got to be like, you put, put the knife down and you build up your team to make them as good as you, you know. And that's how I've kind of operated. All right. So with uh, person-to-person catering in Walter's Kitchen, how would you describe yourself? Like, what would you what would you title yourself as? And, you know, we just talked about those three titles. How would you mm-hmm. describe yourself in, in terms of that? I mean, I, I would call myself um, just the head guy. The I, head I, guy. I, I, am, I am Jamil, last name person. <laughs> so I am the person of the company. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I try to you know the guys I, I bring with me always have good attitudes. My guys are you know they have a good time working with me. They also learn. I guys ask questions. If you don't know, just please ask me. Don't assume that this is what I want to know because it could be different, or you may know something I don't know. But 
just have, I'd like to have a great crowd around me and great circle of guys who really want to be, you know, a person, a better person, a better person yeah. for person to person. Exactly. Now, you see, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. So are there any chefs that you grew up in, admiring? I mean, you know, you had your father, your father obviously was yeah. one of the biggest chefs, but yeah. any chefs on TV, maybe that yeah. you were like, Hey, yo, I would, I would not mind borrowing his when, style. When we say, Hey, yo, this guy, um, chef G Garvin. So my best friend, um, Brian bought me a book for my birthday. It was G Garvin. I'm like, Oh, it's a brother cooking. <laughs> and then I, I took him to his shows, and he uses all kinds of like you know, like kind of, kind of like slangs, and you know, what I'm saying this, this all the whoop the whoop, you know, what I'm saying he had he had swag with his cooking. Right. I said I want to be like that guy, you know what I mean? Um, and I followed him, and followed him, and followed him, and started cooking some of his his style of cooking, and yeah. But he really inspired me, Chef G Garvin. He he honestly he did inspire me. Hey, shout out to Chef uh, G Garvin, yeah. right, for person to person and Walter's uh, catering and, yeah. and his influence he plays on it. Yeah, right? yeah. But of course, you have to throw your own little twist on it, right? Your yeah. own little seasoning on yeah. things. So, what is that? You're cooking, you're, you're sort of in the service business. We call it human services here uh, to narrow it down into career clusters, right? Career clusters divide up different professions, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in human services, you might have, you know, jobs like being a police officer. Culinary falls underneath uh, human services as right. well. So, what would you say would be the most rewarding part uh, about working in this industry? Customer service. I mean, I, customer service for one, because I do like people. Um, I enjoy talking to people. I love talking to strangers, and also um, helps me to to speak and slow down. I've always been a fast talker or the mumbler. So, when I have somebody that I do not know and I got to talk to, I like, mill. Whoa, slow down. <laughs> Open your mouth and enunciate and talk. So for me to talk on the microphones in front of somebody that I do not know and to listeners, like, okay, well, I got to work on, on how I'm talking right now. You're doing uh, a pretty good job. Well, thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, I, I love people, man. I love people. I love people. Would you, would you have to say that's like a must coming into this industry? I mean, can, can you – because sometimes we see on TV, and I'm not going to say <laughs> any chefs in particular, they may not be the most people per, you know people person, you know what I mean? So would you say that might be a requirement coming in the doors, or does that give you a little bit more of an edge, would you think, that you do enjoy working with people? Yeah. For me, it gives me more of an edge because that's what I, I, like to do. I like to do that. Now, some people can't cook in front of people. They get like stage fright. I love being in an open kitchen. If I can get that pan set on fire and do my little my little <laughs> whoop de whoop on them, like oh my god, oh, so, hot. Yeah. Oh, you got tricks too. Oh yeah, get those tricks going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not scared of the crowd. You know, I'm not gonna sing for nobody, but I like to put them pans on fire. You just it's entertaining to sit, there, sit back and watch the chef cook. You know, and the love he puts into that pan where he's has two pans in his hand. I turn around, put pour oil in them or a wine, and you know. Right. Flipping, it's, it's it's fun. It's showmanship at the end of the day, and then yeah. on top of it, the food's gonna taste good as well, yes, right? Sir. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does not hurt. I mean, like it'd be great yeah. if you put all that show on, and mm-hmm. the food doesn't taste great. Then it's, yeah, it's like it's not. Really, it's not. I mean, it's rewarding, but it's kind of boring to be in a kitchen that's way off off site somewhere you can't see nothing but right. The 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 worsome servers and your worsome manager. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, what, what what they saying out there? We don't we don't know nothing, you know. Right. To get a review about a burnt steak, I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't my steak. Well, it wasn't my steak or whatever, you know. But. Right. I mean, you know, being an entrepreneur, that gives you the, the opportunity to kind of dictate yeah. um, w- what kind of uh, environment you work in, right? Yeah. So let's yes. break let's break down both of the businesses that I mentioned. Okay. You got person-to-person catering. Yep. Walter's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about person-to-person catering. What what kind of services do you guys offer uh, there in person-to-person catering? We offer uh, on-site catering um, with small weddings, birthday parties, anniversaries, anything like on that level. 
and then the person person walkers kitchen is more about the at home base uh, okay welcome to provide for you and your family you know but um that's pretty much, pretty much how I'm, I'm gonna break it down because catering is more about the the, the the pans already being set and okay yeah it's yeah. more like the display you yeah. got the food you cook the food you bring it there you yeah. make it heat it yes and people kind of self-serve type that's of deal great. but Walter's Kitchen's more so. That's when I come out and I'm, I'm putting on a show, whether it's on a food truck or somebody's kitchen. That's what it is. Okay, so what, was a, what would you say would be your favorite engagement that you got an opportunity to do? Of course, things have slowed down due to COVID-19 and yeah. things like that. But what would you say maybe your favorite engagement is? If you can, if you can think back. Because I, 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 I like doing these little small parties. Like these, the women love to have these little like girl parties. We need a chef. I'm like, of course I'd be y'all chef. <laughs> and I go over there and everybody's all happy and having a good time. And then you feed them, they all light up. And either they love it or they really love it, you know. Right. Um, but just, I, I enjoy the intimate parties per, because, you know, you have time to engage with your clients and get to network, you know. It's not about what he says, it's about asking what you're eating right now, you know. So absolutely, hey, you know, uh, that, you know, you're a people person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm person, 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 people, person. So, uh, entrepreneurship, man, that is a whole lot of work. It's a lot of work, and some people do not get it. Um, from your family to your to your girl, whatever, because it's like you always have to be on your grind. Right. Like it's no days off. I may take a couple days. I might take a couple days off and sleep for a day or so, but. When you're up, you, you work, you're trying to figure out how to make your next dollar. You got to yeah, promote, man. advertise, market. You know, there's no days off for real unless you risk, you know, there's no days off. Well, you have two businesses, well, three businesses now. You got the car business, you got the catering business, yeah. and you got the kitchen, uh, Walter's Kitchen. So talk to me about maybe, like, I guess your inspiration for wanting to go into entrepreneurship because Mike and I talk about it all the time on the show that a lot of what we teach here in CTE can set you up before mm-hmm entrepreneurship so and we even have business classes that fall under career technical education Mm -hmm. that talk about entrepreneurship as well so what kind of sparked your want to own your own so for me entrepreneurship came okay well whatever i'm going i'm saying here it is my father lost a job years ago when they they shut down via systems and my dad came home with that pink slip i was like so he had a job for all these years made all this money fancy cars vacations and he gone that's it oh okay whatever I'm not gonna give me a job that you know. So anyway, I started cutting grass, started to just turn to a hustle, man. Washing cars out my trunk. I was just the all-around guy because I knew I didn't. I want to have a job where I depended on forever, you know. And that's what I did. Like I said, I started off washing cars out my car, got a van, you know, a couple of dollars here and there. My mom, my aunt helped me out, but that's what I, I strive for. I can't, I can't punch that clock. Yeah, man. Just, some people, they, they just can't. Some people, um, you know, think that entrepreneurship is easy or I'll just go out here and it's not easy. I'll start selling uh, uh, cookies or something. Right. You know what I mean? It's not and, easy. I even have another thing I do where I had this idea to do a, a t-shirt. It's a, it's a commonly used phrase. It's called say less. Um, but one day, you know, people, some, people, some people talk too much and it's kind of like, you know, say less. Like, I don't need to know your, right. your whole background. <laughs> so I put on a shirt and somebody said, I want one. I'm like, ching, ching, ching. Oh, you want one. <laughs> so I saw these shirts and Darren turned to hoodies and that's how my mind works and have an entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah, obviously, man. You definitely have some type of entrepreneurial mindset <laughs> where you see these ideas and then you're able to capitalize off of these yeah. ideas and actually turn them into um, into into businesses that actually are working, and what are what are some av- some advice you would give a a young person uh, as, that wants to get into? They have an entrepreneurial mind, 
mm-hmm. maybe you know they were like you growing up. I was like, you know, I can never see myself punching in. Just keep on pushing. Um, the, the key thing is just being consistent. And as soon as you start being consistent, your crowd gonna go elsewhere. But then when you come back, then he's back again. But just just keep being consistent. And that's, that's why I was able to travel all across the world because I was consistent um, in, in my cooking and my posting. Because you. I mean, social media is a platform, and if you want to take advantage of that, that's on you. But I use it when I'm when I, when I want to spark it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think people really realize like how big of a tool social media can be uh, if you use it the right way. Mm-hmm. If you want to go the entrepreneurial route, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So uh, you're absolutely right about that. What are some skills you think that some some students could develop in high school that can help them maybe pursue a career in culinary or maybe become an entrepreneur? Some skills you definitely need to have a be be strong minded. And be able to take constructive constructive criticism because everyone in the kitchen not gonna be your be your babysitter. They're gonna pat you in the back. Good job today. But just being 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 alert, being aware of your surroundings for sure. Because you're in the kitchen with all things that are going on. People are moving, so you gotta be alert, you know, and be willing to hop in anywhere in the kitchen. Um, it ain't about this is my my area. This is my space. It's about helping out your your team player too. Right. Because it, everyone gets weeded out. Yeah, you got to got to be a good team player, especially in the kitchen. That's, that's me. I would definitely like see a guy over there. You want it, man? No, I got you, my man. Thanks, man. Meanwhile, I'm over getting tickets. Hop over there and I get by and done. But that's all right, bro. That's, you got to be good, good at multitasking yeah, as well. Multitasking is the key. Okay. You know? So, what are some things that you know coming in that you wish you had known growing up that you you know know now, right? You know, this is the old question, right? Old, we always ask, if I had a know now, if what I, I knew a, back in the day, then I would have done this. If I had a known math, I hate math. <laughs> but you gotta know your math, you know, but honestly, you really don't, but there's a lot of numbers in, well, a lot of numbers in the kitchen. To be the, to be the head chef, you gotta know your numbers. So when they give me a list, uh, and I gotta break down what, I, what all the purchase, I'm like, yo, I gotta do all these numbers, and I hate, sorry, just hate math. So you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a head chef. That's all your math. A lot of numbers in running your own business. Yeah. So how are you able to, to overcome that? Right. That that dislike of math. We'll say dislike. Hate is such a strong word, right? We'll say dislike yeah, of math. Like the math. Yeah. Part. So how are you able to overcome that, man, and, I, and still put this together the successful I, I business? Have to take my time and do it, or I have to hire a friend to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like to have. Hey, you busy? Are you mind coming and doing this for me real quick? Yes, Jamil. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, it's, it, I always like to to hear when uh, subjects like math or or English show up in in the regular world because those are those are skills that it, you don't have to know trigonometry or calculus, right. but you definitely want to have a good understanding of basic math. Yeah, like food, like like doing like the, like the food food costs and stuff like that in the, in the percentages. You have to know that kind of stuff because if you don't, you're gonna end up messing up the store's books or your own books. So you got to know it. All right, so uh, we're, we're the school system, career and technical education here in Henrico County, man. So we're in the business of working with the future, man. How, where do you see the future uh, of culinary arts going, and what kind of skills do students need to be prepared to take on that future? Man. Loaded question, I know. Got to take a deep breath, I understand. Yeah, let me take a deep breath. <laughs> man, culinary, I feel like it's going more to smaller takeout spots. Okay. Um, and it's, it's trending now. It really is um, because of the the COVID and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, it will, it will go away. But right now, a lot of people are doing pop up shops where you can come in and pick your food and go. You know, and the the home the home the home chefs the home cooking. You know, uh-huh. um, 
and that's really it. I mean, skill-wise, most you know culinary, you know culinary, you okay. know. Um, that's just talking about some machines cooking food for you, but right now it's going, it's going to be a whole lot of um, restaurants that we're doing more to-go work. Okay, well, career and technical education, we uh, get students prepared. I mentioned culinary. I know we had a little conversation about some of the things you can learn, you can earn in, in culinary. We mentioned the uh, Serve Safe Food Handler Assessment. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about a little bit about the importance? So hopefully some of those culinary students are listening out there. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, about the importance of, the, of that certification. Yeah. <laughs> Serve Safe Certification, you definitely need to have that um, just so you can get into doors and also so you be knowledgeable of what's going on. Um, there's a lot of things in the kitchen that you need to know, especially when it's coming down to like um, mis- mishandling proper food and how you store your food, uh, causing contamination, and just stuff like that. And you think it's commonly known, but people don't know that stuff. People will take a knife that was used to cut this piece of fish and eat the same knife without cleaning it off and cut some steak. Oh, dear goodness. Or, you know, just all the hands being there, not, change, not changing your gloves, you're handling food that's going out to be served, and you have raw food in your gloves. Now they're sick, you know. So yeah, that's, it's, very, it's very, very important and very serious. And that that is something that could not only hurt a person but also hurt your business as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, people not trying to come back for a person who's no. cross contaminating their food. Don't mean that <laughs> much per- like that. Not to be that person. No. <laughs> you do not want to be that guy. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do you think would be? Uh, you know, we have a culinary program, two-year culinary program. What do you think we could do to attract more students to the world of culinary arts? I guess, I mean, like, the, the kids these days, I mean, everyone's different, um, and they look at, it's not what the kid looks at. I feel like if you make culinary or cooking hip, almost, in a sense, it might draw a certain crowd in that, that could use that hipness to get into culinary. Because, like, back when I was growing up, I thought that cooking was kind of, like, like soft, you know what I mean? Right. Until I realized, like, oh, the G is cooking, too, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I can do it with a little swag and put on a cool chef coat. But I feel like if, if you do things cool, the kids will like it. The same way they follow all these cool rappers, you know, you turn some cool chef into a, a almost an icon to the kids. Oh, I want to be like Chef Mills, man, out there throwing them pans up, rhyming out there. You want make it make it fun, you know? Right. So we want to be like Chef Jay Person. Yeah, my two businesses. You yeah. know what I mean? Why not? <laughs> uh, guys, we are speaking with Chef Jay Person, and he is the owner of Person to Person Catering and Walter's Kitchen. Chef, thank you so much, man, for hanging out with us today. no problem. I appreciate me. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, guys. Before I let you guys go, I want to remind you, check us out on our uh, social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Check out HenricoCTE.com. Stay up to date with us. Find out how you can take advantage of some of these classes, like culinary, like we mentioned. Get certified, and who knows, maybe Chef Person might put you on his team to help him out with his catering business. Yeah. You know what I mean? He might, maybe in the future. I don't know. I don't know. I'm putting that out there. Putting it out there. Also, no, you can follow me. Oh, yeah, my fault. Okay, let me let let me let me you go yeah. ahead. Tell the people where they can find you, Chef. You can find me on Instagram um, at Chef J Person. And on Facebook, the same way, Chef J. Person. You can find my, my photos, uh, some of the clients I've cooked for. Um, but I'm on there checking food out. And so uh, who are some of the clients, that some of the mo- more notable ones? I've, um, Travis Scott. Oh, wow. We, we toured, I did a tour with him. That was amazing. You you did a whole tour with Travis Scott. Yeah, I'm was, supposed to be closing the show. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, we got Travis Scott, Demi Lovato, DJ Khaled, Pink. We got the um, Black Keys. Um, 
Man, this goes yeah. on. Dude, culinary can take you some places, that's guys, why, if you're not listening. Be consistent. That's why I did it. Yeah, you got to be consistent. Got to be, be consistent. All right, guys, that's it for me here today, guys. Uh, that's it for Henrico CTA now. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Chef Person, no for coming on. For Chef Person, I've been Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTA now. Until next time, so long, everyone.